What you cooking, Mom? Fucking cut. Now I'm gonna you go buy, no, I'm, no, I'm gonna go purchase one. That's the problem. This this ain't for me. I was like, you know, the background is mom and dad was addicted to crack cocaine. Okay. Right? All praises to the most high. Hi, how are you? I am Doc Holiday, host of the Doc Holiday Show. And as you know, this show and this platform is all about the positive uplifting of black men. Black woman, black teen, black kid, black royalty. And I am joined by black royalty right now. My guy, Michael Sykes, CEO, no, a.k.a. CEO Miami Mike. Bro, what's happening? Man, thanks for having me on the show, bro, man. This is dope, man. No, like thank to, you for coming on the show, bro. I like to sit up all these cameras. Y'all got some money, man. I got money in here. This is where the money resides. Hey, man. boy, you dog. Wait, look, I see white suit. Hold on, okay. now this. Hold on, bro. I ain't seen that Adidas suit yet. You know, well, yeah, you, you know, you can't because now that I done wore it, I can't probably wear it, wear it again for a while. You're pretty bro. fly for a black guy, man. You know, <laughs> hey, but that's you. But you know what you did? You said what? 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 The money resides, and the little dude probably gonna be like, man, he owe me. They owe me some money, man. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. Bro, I appreciate you, man. You fresh off the flight from LA and came right here and hollered me and Cassius, man, McGow and ISF Productions, man. Uh, I know you, man, but tell little people, uh, the people about Mr. CEO Miami Mike. Uh, a lot of people know me. Uh, when I was in the streets, you know what I'm saying, Mississippi, I was a, a big drug dealer. A lot, of, a lot of people know me for that. That's why I got the name Miami Stamp, but money is a major issue. But I did seven years in prison and I. And I and I got out, you know, I cleaned myself up and I started the music business. And uh, I was doing it before I went to jail, but I wasn't doing it serious. I was just doing it to learn the money. I was doing concerts and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, make a long story short, everybody know me for Discovery Soldier Boy. And uh, you know, hit, and I heard Memphis hit the corn and K-Size, the king of twerk music. And I worked with Salento, the platinum producer, Bug Nasty. And the name goes on, on and on. I got a, a management company called Palm Tree uh, a Management. And I got a label called Palm uh, PT, the label. So together they PT, the label management. Uh, I got a uh, trucking company. I got my own soap. You know what I'm saying? I got a thing called the Soap Shop. Uh, I got a foundation called the Palm Tree Foundation. I'm a, I'm a habitual entrepreneur, you know? And I have a consulting company uh, called A Plus Consulting. Like, everybody uh, know about it. See, most of the people I deal with are, are, are clients with money. I have a budget, and, and it's everything is confidential. But, like, everybody know about Soldier Boy. I have Memphis, and, like, you know, three or four people that I made millionaires. But overall, I made over... I made oh, hundreds of successful businesses and over twenty people millionaires and still counting. So, like, like Roddy Rich CEO, I've been, I've been, I spent my friend, I've been consulting their label since day one. Anytime you need something, so that's what I do. I got a consulting company called A Plus Consulting and Financial, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just out here working, man. I'm grinding till I shine. When I start shining, I keep grinding, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm a habitual entrepreneur, man. I love that habitual entrepreneur. And I tell people what part of Mississippi you from, man. I know. I'm from, I'm from Baseville. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Baseville, Mississippi. I stayed. I moved from Sardis to Baseville when I was in the fourth grade. You know, and, uh, my mom and dad got a divorce, so I moved to Baseville from Sardis. But I'm from Panola County, Mississippi, man. I know you from Panola County. Larry Holiday was like my daddy, man. He used to whoop me and everything. See, he's from mailboxes and shit. He talking about Larry Holiday because my dad and my family, yeah, they from they're from Como, Mississippi. They're from Panola County, and Larry Holiday is my. Dad's first cousin, so my second cousin, and this boy's on my third cousin. Well, we was cousin. cool before I knew that, but that just yeah. verified me. When he called me like, I didn't know you know that. I'm like, man, I didn't know you know that. So we was already cool. Sometimes when people like me, you know, like me, you vibe and stuff. We yes, sir. We had a couple of private parties, like penny parties and stuff yeah. like that. No rich folks stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got lucky to have to Man, get up, man. Get up out of here, man. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but, man, we, we found, we know some of the same people. that like, man, it was like the bond got tighter, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
man. It was, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? You know, you just feel the vibe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know how you, know how you, the, most you get, the most high you can feel, you know, I can feel positive energies and negative energies, man. Like, it was just all positive energies and good vibes when I met him from day one, man. I saw him a couple places a couple times, but I never did speak to him because, you know, I know everybody be coming to him and speak to him. I saw him at a couple of restaurants I was at. And I said, in time, right, we'll, we'll meet. So we was at the at Penny Party. Uh, they was doing something for Lorenzo, right? Yeah. And, but somehow, man, we was, I think somebody asked me to take a picture with Doc and them or something. Then we just started talking from there. I don't know. It was vice versa or whatever. But we started talking from there. We just linked from there. And we've been cool ever since. Now, yeah, man, you're, you're a good guy, man. Now, now, now Mike, tell us, man, back to you, you know, your upbringing and your background. Because I, I, I liked the way you threw it out there. But you slid, you know, the, you know, the, you was a street guy. Yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Starting off, you know, in that business, in that life, yeah, man. I and, went from dope to soap. <laughs> dope to sober went from dope to sober. From bus, from bus to suds, man. <laughs> but, but tell them, you know, what what was the? Uh, I guess we we already we already know you know what be the motivation behind you know us because we, we want to make money. We come from tough yeah. situations. So talk about that life, man, and where you you know what was the turning point of it? Oh uh, man, how got? You know what I'm saying like I said, I, I was raised, man. Like from my mom and dad. My mom and dad never been to jail. Never had a speeding ticket or nothing. Never broke the law. No criminal record, nothing. I, I knew right from wrong. I got five sisters. I'm the only son. And so I knew right from wrong, man. But, you know, like when you're running around your parents and stuff, man, you do, you know, how kids are, are growing up. You do stuff. You throw a rock and hide your hand. But yeah. and when I moved from Sardis to Batesville, you know, uh, I was like nine years old. I was all straight A's in school. And uh, my mom and dad got a divorce. That's why we moved to Sardis. Yeah. And uh, so then they were staying together. He used to come by once every week or every every once every, every week he come by like Cockworth. Yeah. But. By my mom and dad getting a voice, hey, I got more time to get it. My mom got to work two, three jobs now. Yeah. And so she ain't come home every day at three or, or two or three or four. Yeah. So she at like 10, 11 at night now. So I got more time to get in trouble now. I got five sisters. I'm a boy. They can't tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I wind up getting in trouble, man. Started, you know what I'm saying? Went from, uh, I didn't want to be robbing people like people do. I didn't want to be all that scamming, all this stuff like people did. So, man, I said, man, that's what me do. And I saw him, I had a couple of homies selling drugs and stuff, and I said, I'm going to do that because you can't make, you you, you got a, a, somebody to buy drugs, you ain't making them buy no drugs, and you ain't robbing them, you ain't killing them. I know all of it is illegal, but that's why I chose to do that because I didn't, I had homies uh, kidnapping people, getting money, breaking in houses, like, you know what I'm saying, in Cali and Baseville and all that stuff. I was connected with the Crips out there and stuff in Cali. And uh, and I just like, man, I ain't want to do none of that. So I said, let me just go sell drugs. But... I got real heavy in it because I said I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Then when I got to get a little money, I didn't want to sell the people that own it because I didn't want my family to be on it with my selling drugs. So I just started selling the drug dealers. I could, most of the drug dealers I was selling to, I was selling weight. Yeah. They went on it, so I felt better. So and that's how I got heavy though. You know what I'm saying? Because I was getting, I was getting plugged. Like I never even talked about this on camera. Like my pride, I was getting plugged. Like at the time when I was selling drugs, so a kilo was going for like twenty five to like to like twenty five to like thirty thousand. People you get it from. But I'm going to Mancali from the Crips and Bloods. I'm getting them for 10000 And I'm bringing one on here, making them out of three or four. Yeah, yeah. So I just, oh, money was crazy. You know what I'm saying? I just went up. You got to look at it. Then I go by five. They hit me with five. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then I was trafficking drugs from, from some more people from from Miami to Milwaukee. Uh, I was, if I take 20 keys, they'll give me $40,000. I'm doing this once a month, so I got 40000 right there. Yeah. I did this for two years. Then I started, they gave me a raise out the year. I saw I'm getting 80000 a month. So I'm taking that money and, and buying this. I'm just like, I had so much money, it scared me, bro. Yeah. Like, I was nervous. Like, you know how it is? Like, you know how, I, don't, I can't explain it, but you know when you, it's like sometimes you just be nervous, man. Yeah. I used to think people were going to rob me. And then I didn't never tell nobody what I was doing because nobody know it's just in my head because 
Like, when you make a lot of money like that fast, you get nervous, man. Yeah. You get nervous. You be like real, but you know, paranoid and stuff. And what was the turning point where you like, I know I know you went to the penitentiary. So, yeah. you know, t- talk about that, man. Just the, turning that point, the turning point was, man, uh, the turning point was I had seen so many people get killed, man. And then uh, when I got out of jail, uh, no, I was locked up. I did seven years in parchment. I was locked up. I said, man, if I would have just had a regular job at McDonald's making minimum wage, I could have been made four hundred, four to 500000 in seven years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Working overtime. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I met, that's why I met Pete from QC and in prison. He did 10 years. I did seven. I mm-hmm. met him in parchment. So that's how I got the relationship with him. But when I got out, man, I said, man, I don't want to do that anymore. Because I was, like I said, I was just doing shows and learning money just to get some clear money. I'm going to do this stuff for real. So when I got out, I said, I'm just going to start doing music. And my partner had gave me a label called, uh, he had a label called P Water Entertainment named RP. He got, man, I'm going to give you 15% of my label and you get out and get out and do that. He did that. And I was working with them for like a year. Uh, and I still had Palm Chick. I started in jail. I was like Eddie Murphy on the Boom Boom Room. You know how the Boom Boom Room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, like, are you visualizing the Boom Boom Room? Every Friday night, we 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 at Palm Tree Entertainment, baby. You know, so <laughs> yeah. doing the same thing, yeah, bro. Yeah, so you, yeah. gotta, you gotta believe in this yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, yourself in mind, believe yeah. Yeah, you're right. So so we was doing that every Friday. So so after the, the label Palm Tree, uh, P, P Water was blowing up, man. One of the my my partner, his 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 partner, they was like 50 50. It was getting jealous of me. It was like, man, then like, and I was pushing it hard because everybody know me. If I, I believe it, so I'm going hard for it. One day we was at the table, it was a lot of girls and everything, bro. Yeah. No, I'm going hard. It's not my label, but I'm pushing like it's mine. I'm pushing yeah. the label like it's mine. Yeah. But man, keep me on point right there. That's Cash. You got that. Hey, that's, yeah. that's a director know, back there, man. Cash is like, back up yeah, to the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back I up had, to the I mic. Had, man, I, I already need that. Yeah, yeah. Back I really up to the mic. Oh, yeah, but, got it, got it. Yeah. But we was at a lot of girls around the table. And I'm like, we're going to do this with P. Water. We had got to do this, wrapped in everything, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like three or four of them. And we're going to do this and do this. Then the dude, he stood up like, man, this ain't your label. This is my label. This ain't your label, nigga. In front of all the people, I'm like, what the? Fuck? I'm like, what you talking yeah. about? I never did say it was my name. I said, what we gonna do? We ain't gonna do nothing. I'm gonna do it. There you so go. after that, man, I like, I just feel back, man, because I like, man, like we ain't got the money like we supposed to get. Now you acting like that, man. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just promoting your label, which you know what I'm saying. I got, which I got my own shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And at the time, they when uh he was he was so cocky, man. But no, they, everything good now. They uh, they forgave me. They talked. We talked about it. But, yeah. I just put that energy into my shit because they went, it was cocky, the artist, it wouldn't even do a song with Soldier Boy or none of my artists. So I just put all the energy in my label and Soldier Boy. Yeah. That's what I did. So how, how did that relationship was, because that's where a lot of people know you from, Soldier Boy. Yeah, how did yeah. that relationship kind of develop and, you know what I'm saying, how did y'all meet and how did, how did, how did, how did they go? Soldier Boy meet, uh, and uh, I'm going to go back to how I got out the door, okay? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, anyway, no, no, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. I, I want you but, to, uh, bro. But uh, what, uh, so I had seen so many people get killed, man, and, uh, and, and, and all crazy stuff or nothing, and uh, and, and I knew from my OGs that like all the people I knew got robbed and killed. People knew what they had, and my OGs said, "Hey, you can't let nobody know you're doing this. Can't nobody do it. They're gonna tell the police. Are they gonna set you up? Are they gonna rob you?" So I knew not to tell people how much money I had. I knew not to flaunt my money because all the ones, the robbers, they look for somebody buying this all the time. I used to move like I could have ten thousand my dollars in my pocket. Say, "Man, let me get a dollar." Yeah. I was moving like that because I learned from my OG. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. one day, you no, know, I had that. I got out of prison, man, and I, I had, you know, I had, a, I had one partner named Zell gave me one hundred fifty thousand for a gift when I got out, and I had another partner named Corey, OG. He used to have a string custom down there on uh, Everest West Boulevard. Fixed all the grizzly car. He gave me, he gave me like a hundred fifty, and I got out. So I had like three hundred. Then I was already up, and I had some money saved before I went. And uh, no, they just, you know, you, you balling like they got friends like you yeah. know, you give so. Yeah. And man, and one day, uh. 
I didn't supposed to be doing it. I was moving like 50 pounds a week when I got out for like, I just try to get my money up. Yeah. I'm gonna do this and get out real quick. I know God went to prison, I learned yeah. more. Yeah. And man, and this dude, man, one day, uh, uh, he had, uh, I had this and he had this and stuff for me. Then somebody, somebody stole his, broke in this house and stole the stuff or something, man. And then my, my people wanted to kill him. And then I was like, man, I'm just gonna pay this and I got the game. Cause like, I knew they was gonna kill him. And then, and and even though it, he probably didn't, he probably didn't get robbed. Or he probably just trying to fuck me over, but his ass didn't get killed. Yeah. So I just took the thing and got, I got the game. I said, man, I said, man, because this, this dude get killed, they're gonna come get me, cause yeah. cause I I'm the one cool with him, mm-hmm. and and they were trying to hit it. So I just took the loss and I paid my people. You know what I'm saying? Cause I had people front me too. Now I could buy team, somebody front me team. Yeah, so yeah. I'm working, but then I like, man, and I said I'm gonna get out the game because I knew what was gonna happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause then, cause you know, dudes will try to play you, mm-hmm. man. Then people, man, like some man, then people, man, even the mob will wait six months for they kill you, bro. Yeah. People that smart. So yeah. I said, man, that's why really why I got the game, bro. I said, man, I said, man, these motherfuckers gonna get killed. They gonna be on me. And I had went to prison, bro. When I went to prison, I didn't tell you, bro. I had a fucking murder charge on a fucking federal agent, bro. I didn't wow. do it. Then yeah. I had two fucking aggravated assault federal agents. I didn't do none of this shit. And then before that, I had one of my partners when I was in Northwest used my car. He went robbed the store, killed the motherfucker, and uh, the soda counter. And they picked me up for the shit because it was my car. So I done got off that shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Then another girl got killed in Marks, Mississippi. They picked me up for that shit. See, the police really want me bad anyway. So I said, man, if I go to jail again, I ain't never getting out. So yeah. I just left the shit alone, man. And how I met Soldier, man. Uh, Man, true or not, man, the dude was like on my ass for two years, like him trying to get me to work with. I wouldn't even do it because I was messing, I was busy with people order. Mm-hmm. And you know how you be, man. You don't yeah. be thinking. He like, man, you need to be my manager, all that stuff. And then one day I popped on his house. He tell everybody, I'm telling you the real. So he tell everybody I saw his MySpace, and I, I saw he had like eighty five thousand followers then on MySpace to yeah. friends. I saw that, but it was cool. But he, uh, he had his dad. Me, his dad went to college together. Mm-hmm. And his dad came to me and talked to me one day. And said, man, I saw him at the store. Hey man, my son trying to do a rap on that stuff. Who's your son? He was like, show me. I said, man, this dude been trying to get me away for two years. He's just like, yeah. I said, why well, I know it's your son? He said, like, oh, I ain't know he's uh, he just moved here. Uh, I took a blood test and, and uh, he was mine. I told him if, it, if the blood test is uh, positive, he can move here yeah. with me. He was in Atlanta with his mom. Yeah. And he said, man, I had heard his mind, but she wanted him to move with me in Atlanta because he was getting in trouble and stuff. And I said, man, and he told he did what he told him. He said, man, if, if I take a blood test, he's mine. Uh, he can move with me. And it was his, so that's how he let him move down there. Wow. I said, oh, I said, that's why I ain't know. Then I went to his house the next day, because I know where Tracy stayed at. Yeah. You know? and, and and he saw me, so all happy and stuff. I pulled up. And then the next week is history. We started, I said, put my shit on your Instagram, Facebook. I mean, on your MySpace, my number, my email. We're going to start doing it. We're going to start doing it. We're going to do this. Because he had three minutes before he got me. But when he got me, we started the next week, man. We, like, started doing it. She got his first show for, like, $300. And, like, that's how I met him, man. Like, he knew it. He's like, man, you need to be my manager. He wouldn't, he'd never give up. One day I gave him some flyers, man. He pulled up on me. He said, Mike, I was at the store, man, called Christ. I was at a store called Lots or something. I was I was passing out flyers. I'd be like, I told you, I do shows. Yeah, yeah. I'd be passing out stuff myself, too, off for other people. I'd just be grinding. Yeah. And, and, he, and he pulled up. I gave him some flyers. I said, man, I said, man, I said, man, pull these, pass these flyers out, man. And I'm going to hit you up next week. Hit me up with something next week, man. We were talking something. Man, dude, pass the flyer. He be like an hour. He be like, man, I passed the flyer. I said, man, he be up next week. So I'm out here hustling, trying to move away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't know though. He, he hungry. He ready. He's yeah. like, he like, man, I just, I, I just passed the flyers out, nigga. He said, I passed the flyers out. I said, man, I think, I, and I did, I think, uh, but that was before I went to his house though. Yeah, okay. But see, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know the trace of his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I like this nigga home as fuck. I be at the barbershop. <laughs> 
cutting hair. I had a, like I told you, I got a barber shop. Yeah. Basically, me and my sister called Flavor Beauty Salon. What's no, name? I'm Lysen Barber, Flavor Beauty Salon. Okay. I know I'm a licensed barber, man. Yeah. Now, you told me yeah, that today. Man. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, man. I'm a hot bitch entrepreneur. Why you don't cut your hair? Because you said your barber be busting your head Because of COVID. I just don't want anybody touching my face. I feel you, bro. I feel you. And man, and that's how I met him, man. He already knew. He had already mapped it out, man. He like, man, you be my match. But I had to. He just come to my barbershop. I be cutting hair. Like, man, man, um, when he, uh, he started, I started cutting his hair all this. So he was like, he knew how to get in. He was like, yeah. he, he was this y'all know how to get yeah. in, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw him one day. I was at a boxing match. My cousin was a boxer named Rusty. Uh, uh, it was at the Civic Center, man. It was like doing break. You know how the boxing matches, like yeah. another ring girl going yeah. to play some music. Him and his crew, they just got up and started dancing. Everybody was watching. I'm like, who the fuck is these niggas? Now they was partying, bro, doing yeah. that shit that snap to his music. Yeah. And it was his music or somebody. But I'm like, damn. And I've seen all this stuff good. But soon as his daddy said, I knew it was, I knew what it was. I went on there the next day. Uh, okay. Cause this is awesome. But then if I wouldn't even never knew him and his daddy would have told him I would have did because that's my boy. Like you yeah. tell me something. You tell me a duck and pull a truck, I'm gonna get the rope and hook the motherfucker. I appreciate up. you. Appreciate you, so dog. Yes, sir. It's just different when somebody co signs Yeah, you. yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can always say your music good and think that you're supposed to your artist, mm -hmm. but when some more people, when multiple people co sign for you, that's just a different. Like Especially me. people you respect. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like my company, the A plus consultant finance, you got you got two or three, four guys and say, hey man, Mike made me a millionaire. I ain't know what to do with this, and Mike made me a multi-millionaire. And you got people telling you that and, and they're all over the company, and they tell you themselves, they're gonna come to me. That cause that cause that word of mouth better than anything. Yeah. And, and and talking about that, Mike, I appreciate you sharing all of that, man. I'm glad you 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 cleared it up because I I I, I mean because I, I saw Soldier on somebody's platform. He was arguing with somebody about being from Atlanta, or Mississippi. Yeah, I'm he was like, I'm from Atlanta. Atlanta. You know that what I'm saying? It made me so mad, man. People think they know everything. They don't know nothing, bro. Like yeah. the dude, really, from, the dude, man, the dude is from Atlanta. Like he he was born in Chicago. He was three years old. He moved to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. He came to Mississippi when he was like 13, 14. Yeah. He ain't from Mississippi. Like, he went to South Carolina. He's not from Mississippi. But people just, because he blew up in Mississippi. People yeah. think he's from Mississippi. Yeah. He ain't from Mississippi. He stayed in Mississippi like, Mississippi like two, three years. Then he, went, he moved back to Atlanta, got his own house. Because his dad is a strict guy. You know, his dad got do tool and die, whatever. He made like 150, 200,000 a year. He told me, like, man, you get 16, you got to get out of my house. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So I'm 17, do something. you got to move yeah, out of here. Yeah, yeah, you got to yeah. keep a job. And so he working at Burger King, making like 300 a month, man. <laughs> and I had him doing shows in North Carolina. Uh, doing so three, four thousand. His his auntie was hating so bad. We ain't never take out work, bro. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I go through like he got to go work with her. She thought I had him going out of town selling dope and shit. Yeah, but yeah. You know what I'm but can't you blame him? Can't you blame him? Yeah, but I, yeah, but you know what I'm saying, but yeah. that's my partner's son. But yeah, you know, yeah. but I was the type of drug dealer that you see on the corner, all that stuff. You would hear that about me. You never see that. You never, you yeah, would never, never see me sure. doing yeah, those yeah, transactions. Yeah, I had yeah. like 30, 40 motherfuckers doing it for me. Yeah. So you would never see me doing no shit crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it was the It was the legend. Yeah, I mean, Mike. Like I told you, motherfuckers said they know me, but they never met me. Yeah. So it was a legend about that nigga, a big drug dealer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He got that. You know what I'm saying? But she never seen me do that shit, and the police didn't like me neither because they said I had a warrant for my arrest. I got money. I'm gonna go to the police station. Cause I know the police is gonna beat the fuck out you. They don't know you. Yeah. All that shit. So I heard I got one for my arrest. I'm gonna go up to the police station. With, I'm gonna go to the police station with my lawyer and my fucking bail money and try to get out because I'm not gonna go up there. They not let me get no calls and whip my motherfucking ass and all that shit. No, and, and I'm not gonna let them catch me on side the road because I whoop we whoop a motherfucker ass or owe some money or whatever and then and then and the police will find out about it and go get them and uh say, Hey man, we're trying to get him, man. Cooperate with us, we'll get you off the charge. You know you got charged. So they'll try to catch me coming down the road or something with drugs or something in my car, put me up for an aggravated assault and look for drugs. So you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I already knew all this shit. Yeah. And uh and Soldier just he was just always motivated, man. And uh 
One day, man, I came up. I ain't never seen no drugs. Like he, he wanted to do. He like he used to do the line. Like I ain't gonna do that. I like I don't know nothing about that, man. I showed that. I showed him like four million cash one day. This I have it so big. He said, "What's this?" I said, "Man, that's like that's four M's." He said, "What's four M's?" I said, four million. He said, "What?" I said, four million. He said, "What the fuck?" He was like, his eye was big as hell. Yeah, I said, man, I said, you want that? He said, yeah. He said, how am I get? I said, man, you can get, you can have more than this. You put your head to what you do. You, this is nothing, man. I said, you can have more money than me one day. He said, no fucking way. I said, you put your head to you can. He said, for real, I can have this, and, and we, it went from there. I motivated. I told that nigga four million cash. That nigga was on, on. He was on. He was on. He was on. He was ripped up. Yeah. Yeah. So and and from. That to where you are now, man, you got so many because I mean, y'all have had, you know, he's had his success, but you've had all kinds of successes, man. Been all kinds of places. Mm -hmm. Just when you look in the mirror, because I know you sold the dope, you did your time, you did all of that, man. Went from dope to soap, man. Dope to soap, dope to soap. Y'all follow the Soap Shop franchise on IG, the Soap Shop franchise. Soap Shop franchise. Oh, we got you. Uh, Trust me, Cash McGowan, ISF Productions, he's going to make sure all that pops up. Yeah, I just had to look at the camera and do do the Dizzy Washington look, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Dizzy Washington, I never looked in the camera, but I just had to do it for the drop, you know? I got you, dog. But yeah, man, it's it's the thing because it's inspiring because that's, you know, a, a lot of us grew up with, you know, in situations where we know a lot of people who make decisions when we're young and now you're away from that, you know, and yeah, if, if you yeah. could talk, if you could talk to the young fellas. Yeah, who, I'm a motivational speaker. That's I what I'm saying. That Let, I'm a tell them, speaker, you know, because yeah. a lot of people don't understand, man, you know, that, that life looks good, but when you get in it and you get older, you be like, God dang. Yeah, man. man all I can tell the kids is, man, like me, uh, I'm a motivational speaker and I do, uh, I do, I go to schools to talk. I go to prisons to talk. I talk how God blessed me. I go to, I go to, uh, Churches, I go. To, I go to college. When I go to college, I talk about the music business. I go to high school. I go to prison. I go to jails or whatever. I got different speech. But when I go to prison and jail, I tell them they got a better chance. They get out. I tell them my story. When they go, when I go to college. They must want to talk about the music business. When I go to high schools and stuff, I just tell them about pure passion and how your teachers and stuff love you. But 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 for those out there, that, and I never write nothing down. I just I just yeah. off the dome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, and uh, and I'll just be real about it, man. Like when I was in school, I didn't I didn't want to listen to nothing. You know, you think you're the smartest motherfucker when you're in school. Yeah. You think you know everybody. You think you're smarter than everybody. You, yeah. you think you think you know what I'm saying you'll throw a rock and hide your hand, but you know you'll you'll be this person. Then you get home, you'll hold the first from your kids. Yeah. You're playing living two lives, but you think you know more than everybody and smarter than everybody. You see this dude go to jail like this one. You say, Oh, I ain't gonna do that right there. I'm gonna do this different. But it's still a million ways to get caught doing doing illegal shit. Like me, like your and then your friends and and, and and uh like you're growing up, your friends, man, you gotta watch out for these fake friends. And, and, and peer pressure. Don't let nobody get you into nothing doing peer pressure. Peer pressure, man, because fake friends, man, like in school, like they're going to, like, just say, you can be the worst, you can be the person least liked in the school. No homecoming queen on that. You don't want everybody to tease on everyone, bully on. But this, if this person win a $300, $300 million lottery, the bully going to come to him and hey, can I be your bodyguard? Because mm-hmm. people are fake. You got to watch out for fake. You got to look at this person. With, if I would be in this situation with this person treatment like this or not, you got to watch out for fake friends. And in the other hand around, like I, t- I just said, I tell this at schools. Uh, you can take the homecoming queen and the football star. They're a couple. They want the homecoming queen. All that. The most likable couple in school. Everybody want them. Let somebody be in a car wreck and paralyzed from the way down. Wait, wait after six months. First, everybody gonna be crying all that stuff, but at the end of the day, everybody gonna be, I don't know if somebody gonna be there for you, your mama and somebody love you, because when they get, they get to have to wipe your ass and all that shit, them motherfuckers gone. Yeah. Them ain't real friends. So I tell them this, and, they, and people look at it in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, I, I hated school when I was in school, but when I got out, I hated I, I missed it, because these teachers and coaches, they love you. You think you fool them, you can fool some people sometimes. You can't fool all the people all the time. And for those you got haters, 
just w- don't worry about haters, man. You, uh, haters, let them be your motivators. To me, haters are a few, it's confused the minds of yourself. So you're going to have, hey, look at Jesus Christ. He didn't have no 24, no 26 or nothing. Yeah. He never committed a sin, never had sex, never did nothing. Them folks killed him, man, for nothing because the kings were jealous because he had more followers. They don't mean he only had 12 followers, but they were strong followers. Yeah. They had millions. They were jealous of his 12 followers, so they killed him for nothing. So you're going to have haters. They're going to do that. So you ain't got no haters, you ain't really doing nothing. So and and, and, and your dreams, you gotta you gotta work on them like a farmer. You gotta do your dreams like a farmer does. I just use this for example. Yeah. Let's say a farmer, when he plants his crop, he don't know if it's gonna rain today, tomorrow, or six months, it, it'll do that. Yeah. And it'll be a drought. And, and but he pray and hope every day it rains so his crop can grow. You gotta do the same about your dream. You gotta hope and pray every day and, and, and focus on it and, and hope it come true. You know what I'm saying? So I tell him stuff like that and just and, and just real stuff, man. Like yeah. when I was in school, man, the the the, the, uh, the prison come, they come trying to scare you straight, jump on you. And then I was like, I was a bit like nigga, f you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Get something yeah. to the office because yeah. they was trying to put on the show. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't do nothing. I just tell them the truth, man. I, hey, I thought I was the smartest motherfucker was. You know what I'm saying? And and, and and look what happened. I went to jail. You know what I'm saying? You can fool some people. Sometimes you can't fool all the people all the time, man. You know what I'm saying? I saw my first friend get killed, die when I was 13, man. You know what I'm saying? That shit, I had nightmares for six months, man. My friend named Kenny, man. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, even though, like, I didn't see people get shot by gunshots, man, but in Kenny, man, we was, like, doing some shit. We had supposed to be. We went swimming in the fucking river. Our folks told us don't do that shit. And I saw him get killed, man. I could have drowned. Like, he could swim. He just panicked. So, man, it's just like, you got to... You gotta like you gotta do what you do for yourself, man. Don't be uh, trying to do nothing because your friends doing effective. Trying to, don't try to be on this peer pressure stuff, and make the right choices. So life is about choices in life, and and peer pressure mess you up, man. Just try to be yourself, man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of students and kids gotta realize that. And these teachers and coaches, man, they really love you, man, cause like, cause they don't have to do that, man. Mm-hmm. We, we, the kids, are head, I know I was a headache, bro. Yeah, I my was too. I me, feel you. My teacher told me when I was in, he's a man, Mike. He said he was so mad at me one day. He said, Mike. He said, I would think I was in like eight grade. He said, motherfuckers. He said, he was mad. He said, Mr. Brew. He said, you're going to be in jail or dead before you finish school. I said, man, you got me messed up. He said, no. I said, you got me messed up, man. He said, oh, he was like, he paddled me and everything. But I was just like that. You know what I'm saying? But when I got home around my kid, my mom and them, I was a different person. Like, yeah. they lying on me. Yeah, they, yeah, I, yeah. I ain't yeah, do that. They, yeah, I ain't yeah, do that. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. at the same time, like, he told me that, but it really happened, but to everybody but me. I'm like, sometimes, like, why ain't it me? Because I done seen, like, one year, man, I'm talking, this like five years. I went to six friends in one year, I'm talking people I'm close with. That shit crazy, yeah. man. It lets yeah. you know how 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 quickly yeah, life can change. People, yeah, because people dying every day, man. It ain't all about the gun violence. I used to see people about, about gun violence and all this shit going up. That can be avoided and stuff like stupid shit. But now, I just see motherfucker, motherfucker got hit by a drunk driver. They was at the red light. Motherfucker ran the red light and hit him. They didn't do nothing. Killed yeah. their family. Like, a girl just got killed last week on Winchester like that from Jackson, Tennessee. She was at the red light. Somebody ran the red light and hit and killed on yeah. Winchester and Shelby Drive. Yeah. Winchester and Shelby Drive. Uh, Shelby Drive and uh, it's, it's right on the area down uh, by, by, by pre-bay. But I just tell the kids that, man. They just got to just just believe in themselves, man, and don't be affected by these, these fake friends and the peer pressure. And your teachers and culture really love you because they ain't making enough money to put up what we get, we get going through, man. But, yeah. Well, they could be doing other stuff, man. Exactly. And, and thinking of other stuff, you doing a, a whole lot yeah. of different things, man. That's why I like the fact you say you're an habit, habitual entrepreneur. That's yeah. why I really wanted to get you on here, man, so people can hear your story, hear how you have transformed yourself. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen you, you know, I've seen you speaking at the prisons, talking about prison reform, especially down in Parson, because mm-hmm. I remember you you just talking about just how, how hideous the conditions were man, down there. Treat man, treat me like a dog, man. I got a friend now, man. Uh, I'm going to let you know on August the 20th, I want you to go to court with me, man. Like, 
he he got him in the warden. They beat him up and everything. Like they used to throw okay, this is gonna be the first case on the CNN and everything. He gonna, I think he got him, bro. They, uh, they it's on. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a, like it's it's crazy, man. Mm -hmm. Like I said, the, the yeah. warden, the sister warden, the beat his ass. They tried to cover the case up and all that shit. Oh, and wow. uh, you know he got one of the best lawyers in the country now. So this shit, it's, it's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna get you posted on there too. I want you. Uh, I want you. To, I want you to know more about that. It's, of it's course, deep, man. Yeah. Anything, my, my man, Miami Mike, man. So, in, in, what? Tell the people, man, ex what you currently got going on besides your businesses? Because I see you posting, man. You still hosting events, you yeah, know, doing a, all kinds I, of things. I'm a motivational speaker. Like I said, I go to schools and jails and prisons. I talk. Uh, I, I got a trucking company called TSS Logistics that stands for the Soap Shop. Uh, I got. My own soap, my laundry detergent, dishwasher detergent, and uh, where can where can I get the laundry detergent from? Is, uh, it's, it's, is order online. Your own, uh, I'm putting it online now. right now. I sell only. I sell wholesale. Okay. Sell oh, okay. And I got you. And hospitals and say stuff no like more. that. Say no more. Yeah. Just Big say, boy, not not to little people like me. No, no. I will, I'm, I'm I'm about to go online soon. Okay. You see, right, but right, but okay. see what I, I what I'm doing. I'm, I'm I'm in process of getting another a warehouse. We got me and my partner Rico. We got a warehouse in Montgomery, Alabama. But like, just say I got this guy in in Knoxville, Tennessee. He got a a janitorial company. He got 50 employees and he got all the contracts for University of Tennessee, University, all the hospitals and clinics and stuff like that around. Yeah. He buy like 3,000 jugs a month. Gotcha, yeah, you know okay, saying? yeah. And, and out of 3,000 jugs, I probably make like $3 a jug. Yeah, yeah. But that's 9,000 a month. Yeah, Off yeah. that one client. Yeah, so, yeah. But you know, that's how it works. But man, I'm just working, man. Like I said, I got I got the A-plus consultant company. I consult like athletes. I consult uh, uh, Producers, I produce, like just say somebody come you want to start a trucking company. I got a cousin, man, one of my partners. He 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 make twenty million a year with a trucking company. Man, somebody might pay him like five thousand or two thousand for a meaningful hour. He gonna get them all the stuff they need to know. I don't care what kind of business you got, man. You gotta have information. Like I tell people when they set up a consultation with me, I'm like, now you pay, now you're not paying, you're not paying for the thirty minutes or hour that me and you are talking. You're paying for the twenty years that of experience I learned to, to, to break it down to you in an hour. Yeah. You're paying for the money you're gonna you you're paying for you're paying for the years. You're paying for the twenty years. You're paying for all the mistakes you're not gonna make, all the shortcuts you're not gonna make and stuff like that. Because people will get over you in this business. Prime example like my guy P I told you I met with yeah. the, with the with the uh in prison with the Migos. So yeah. He had this guy that messed him out some money, you know. And P really wanted to kill him, but he did. Well, it was just like, and people around him wanted because P a heavy hitter. And man, he gave dude $50,000 for some stuff that he could have paid 2500 for, or mm. 3000 So, but people get over you like that, yeah. man. And, and yeah. they know you don't know because people are dirty, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They think you don't know, they'll get over you. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Well, Mike, anything else you want to add, man, before we get out? I mean, it's been great candid conversation, man. I appreciate it, man. man. I'm already ready to talk. I ain't got nothing to add. Well, you ask me. I'm here for you, man. You got the questions. It's your show, man. Hey, man, I'm but it's question, my show, man. It's, it's the, I ask the questions. I throw it up, bro. Man. You just dribble and run with it, yeah, man. That's what man. you did, man. I'm a, I'm a natural, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, I appreciate you, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you for stopping by hollering at us, man. It's man. been a pleasure, bro. Man, you cleaning the board. The hell with that deal, sit on. Hey, man, you know, as, as I said, bro, I had, I, it's been in the closet about two years. So I, not, once it make it on the show on the air, I can't wear it. No more, they're gonna be like, I didn't I'm see sick it. of Doc Holliday. You can wear it again, just wear it with a different person on the show, though. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, wait a couple weeks, so you know. I got you. Because I ain't, I ain't the celebrity, though. I throw, well, I throw my, well, I give, I donate my clothes to charity or something. Stuff. Like, what you call that stuff? Did you drop it off? Goodwill. Yeah, Goodwill. And that's another one I've been doing. Man, hold up, but you know, you when you, when you, a lot of times you do the Goodwill, people that work at Goodwill take that stuff, man. They don't, they don't even get to the people that, that's supposed to get it, bro. But yeah. you, you know, it's, yeah. you're doing your but thing. Then, I got a lot of people I just take it to, too. I got you. I know, okay. like, I just take yeah. it to them, like, personally, myself. Drop them off, yeah. Yeah. 
Cause I got people that I know. Like, I give them something. I go, I go I like six months later. I pull up on them. I won't be trying. I might see them. They got the stuff on. Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, I'm gonna keep giving them shit." <laughs> you you know can't give them. I know they yeah. winning. Know what yeah, what yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I know they winning. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just how I do it. Like my PT girl. Like people. Like I would gave someone. That I didn't know. Just gonna hand you a palm tree outfit. Hand you a PT a pair outfit. I like the people that I know. Actually, like I have one of those. I'll give one because I know they want it. Because I'm not yeah. really giving away t-shirts. You might use my shit to wash your car off. Anytime. I'll throw it away. You yeah. ask for that shit, I know you want it. Know yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and my Palm Tree Foundation, man, we uh we do a lot of stuff. What my Palm Tree Music Foundation does, I have two. The Palm Tree Foundation and Palm Tree Music Foundation. What we do is like part of my program is like I go to schools. Just I go to a school to talk. They can't afford to give me like five, ten thousand. They just give me a text. All right, I put my foundation on five or three Yeah. And I do it for free. So, uh Everything that the people can pay me is just go to my foundation. And uh, like I said, I go to schools, do the speeches with the school. Like we do, uh, we do silent standards. Like I've been doing this for years, like 20 years. Like a lot of people, like I deal with a lot of people. Just say, Doc, Mike, you might give me, how might hey, you 500, hey, you 1,000, hey, you 20,000. Do this for the kids. You don't want nobody to know. You just want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you ain't trying to get the fame. So I deal yeah. with a lot of secret centers, silent centers. And I do the same with my turkey drives. I do turkey drives. I do black school supplies. You know, I just, you know what I'm saying? I just, I just try to, you know, I, I just try to give back. You know what I'm saying? And I got a lot of volunteers work with me sometimes. Like, and then people think volunteer because you, uh, I got a foundation. They got to do this. Give. You don't have to give money back. I can tell them, man, you can give your time, bro. That's yeah. giving back. Yeah. You can mentor a kid. You can, you know what I'm saying? You feel me? Yeah. You can mentor somebody. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's, 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 that's giving back, you know? Yeah. Everybody thinks it's about money. It's not about money. Yeah. So like sponsorship, like this show, you got some people might give you some money to do their thing. You might just have some person give you some product. Yeah, You might have one exactly. person come you give you some volunteer time. Yeah. It's a fucking yeah. intern. Yeah. So people understand, misunderstand the, thing, the fact of giving back, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Big facts, bro. Yeah. I appreciate you, Mike, man. Thanks again, brother. My man's. My man, my man. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Doc Holiday Show. As I always say, this platform, great conversation with my guy, Miami Mike. But it was all about the uplift of the black man, black woman, black team, black kid, black royal. And this was truly a black royal conversation. So until next week, hold on. Cash is McGam. YouTube do what? Like subscribe and hit the ding on the hit the ding man so you'll know when these episodes will pop up but i appreciate all the support but until next time i'm out doc holiday doc holiday show he grew here i flew here <laughs> no doubt.